baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And they're playing this batter, Wynn, to pull. Wynn hits it hard, fair inside the third base bag down the left field line as the ball rolls all the way to the wall in the corner. Wynn has a double, and he'll hold up at second base. How about that? Baseball on the radio, baby. Games over the weekend, we have Grapefruit League Baseball happening right now on KMOX. Not today, but you can hear it primarily on weekends, sometimes nights during the spring training season, which we are in now, and it's time to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line. We got Matt Pauley, who is our sports fella, and there's baseball today, Matthew. And from what I understand, um, it, it will not be on KMOX, but it will be on the website, KMOX.com, or will it be the Cardinals website? Yeah, Cardinals.com, MLB.com. The MLB app works as well. Mike Claiborne and myself will have the call of the game with coverage beginning in about uh, 15, 20 minutes at the top of the hour. So you're doing play-by-play. You're ready to go? I am. I think so. I'm as ready as I'm going to be. How well, much? Oh, Yeah, go ahead. How much do you enjoy it, Matt? Oh, I love it. It's it's uh, it's a blast. It's just being down here, uh, you know, watching these games is amazing. And then the fact that I get to broadcast a few of them, it's uh, it's pretty darn cool. And then the fact that I'm doing it with Claves, one of my favorite people in the world, um, just I mean, it's all perfect. Is he sitting right next to you? Is that why you said that? <laughs> I, he, I don't know if he, he's got a uh, you know what? He took his earbud out so he can hear what I'm saying right now. Okay. But no, that is not the reason that I said that. OK, when you're getting ready to do play by play, are you thinking to yourself, Please don't screw this up. Please don't screw this up. What What are you thinking? What's going on in your mind? No, if you think that, you will. You just no. got to be kind of loose and yeah. ready to go. You know, it's a little bit different than when I did those regular season games at, uh, at the end of last season because uh, that was very nerve-wracking, and it was hard to kind of get out of my head on that one. Uh, it's a l- little Everything's a little more relaxed down here during spring training, which is good. Okay, since I did not go to radio school, uh, and you gentlemen did go to radio school, when you do, do you learn – Play by play because I mean it's a it's a really tough skill. Do they teach you certain tenets and then you have to practice on your own, or is this just something that you have to be passionate about on your own and do? Yeah, I think it's more of that. You know, I, I there was no like radio play by play class that I went to in college. I was involved in the student radio station and I did play by play on that. And then it's kind of on your own to go find people who can listen to it and, and give you feedback. You know, I was really lucky because. My dad worked in radio for years and years and years. He worked at KMOX in the 60s, and he was probably, uh, he's had more of an impact on who I've become as a broadcaster than anybody because he was always willing uh, to give me feedback. And then there's a lot of other people uh, in the world who I've reached out to who have been very gracious with their time and have done the same thing. So it's a lot about just 
working hard, going back and listening to yourself. I think most people know what's good and what's bad when they listen to it and, and trying to fix it. So that's a, it's a long answer to a short question. So I'm trying to extrapolate um, just over the weekend from a weekend's worth of games, Mason win and what he has done. I'm trying to trying to project what the regular season is going to be like. So since he's gotten a hit in every at bat, does that mean that's what's going to happen when the year starts? Yeah, obviously we're going to get to October and he's still going to be hitting a thousand. Awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. MVP. Yes. Yeah. So uh, let's but for real, let's try to project out. What are we expecting from him? Is he is he going to be a starter this year? What is your expectation? He's going to be the everyday shortstop. Oliver Marmel has made it very clear that. There is zero pressure on him to perform from an offensive standpoint. As long as they look at him and see that he is getting better and progressing at the plate, whether there are results that go along with that, uh, they are fine with it. It it's almost seems like he doesn't have to get a hit to be the everyday shortstop for the Cardinals. They're so comfortable with the rest of the lineup and with what he does defensively impacting the team in a positive way. So anything he does from an offensive standpoint is going to be very much a bonus in terms of the way the Cardinals view him this year. Uh, I mean, he's a very intriguing player, and I think the prospect of him is exciting. I, I know it's difficult to do with a player like this, but let's let's try to project out five years. What kind of player are we talking about in you know, uh, 2031. Yeah, that's an interesting question because how does his skill set offensively progress moving forward? You know, he showed some power in the minor leagues. I, I'm not convinced he's going to be a guy that's hitting home runs uh, that often in the big leagues, but can he be a guy that hits for average? Can he be a, a 260, 270, 280 guy at some yep. point in his career? I think he can. Can he put it down in the gap and get extra bases? He had a double yesterday. I think that's what uh, were looking like I would I would be somewhat surprised if some of the power that he's shown in the minor leagues uh, does come along with him to the big leagues but I, I could be wrong on that got a newcomer today who is getting the start for the Cardinals against the Marlins again it's a 12-10 first pitch um, your coverage on cardinals.com and I believe there's going to be a link on kmox.com as well um, that you could find it there but uh, 11:55 your pregame let's let's talk about the starter today yeah, it's Sim Robertsa. He came over in the Jordan Hicks trade uh, last year. He's Dutch, and I think everybody's kind of learning things about him right now. That's uh, yeah, It's been interesting talking to Oliver Marmel still very early on in spring training when you talked about some of these guys, especially guys that came over at the deadline last year, whether it's a Thomas, a JC, a, a Robertsa, a TK Roby. We keep hearing Marmel say, I just want to get my eyes on him because – they're being learned. You know, they're, they're, a lot of who they are is being seen for the first time from a lot of people here in the organization. What that does for you is at some point, these guys are going to have to help out at the big league level. And it makes you a lot more comfortable as a manager if you've seen them a little bit in spring training as opposed to bringing them up sight unseen. Hey, we, I was at a uh, party with a bunch of Kansas City Royals fans the other day, and they were talking about the – massive contract 11-year contract that Bobby Witt signed with the Royals and then the conversation turned towards Jordan Walker and if the Cardinals will go past arbitration and sign him in lock him into a long-term deal at a younger age rather than when maybe he might be demanding more money do you see something like that going down with the Jordan Walker or what do you think of that type of approach 
Yeah, it's hard to predict. I like moves like that because you save money in the long run. You're able to buy out some arbitration years, pay them a little bit more during the arbitration years, and then you're able to pay them bluntly a lot less during the, the free agent years that come up after that. I think we may still be a little early. You know, you look at when it happened for Witt. If we were to apply that timeline to Walker, it would be probably the next offseason that we're talking about or even the offseason a- after that. Is it a possibility? Sure. I also wonder, you know, John Mozalock is going to be done in his job here in two years. Uh, is there is there some feeling to allow the next guy uh, to, to make those kind of decisions? So I don't think it's an impossibility, but it's probably not something that's on the horizon right now. I know that that player was, for me, going into last regular season, the most intriguing Cardinal just because of his youth and his ability and and everything that we've heard about him and then even seeing him in person he's a he's a specimen man i mean he he's a he's a big dude and you think that guy could have a very long career and and be a great cardinal um what do we look for from him in a second season at the big leagues yeah, I think it's just consistency. Uh, he's going to be better defensively. And Oliver Marm will be the first to tell you that when they switched him from one side of the outfield to the other, that all it started to click in for him. There's still going to be moments that are not great for him in the outfield. But like I always, he, he's been playing outfield. Last year was his first full year playing outfield. This is a guy who was in high school just a few years ago. So to ask him to play at a really high level, at the big league level, that's tough. He's putting in all the work. He was in Jupiter uh, all offseason uh, working. So defensively, it's still going to be a little bit of a work in progress, but I think he's going to be significantly better this year. And then offensively, it's just taking that next step. You know, can he, can he be a 2020 guy? He's talked uh, openly about he's got the goal of hitting 30 home runs this year. Uh, just just those type of things. And even the stuff that doesn't show up on the baseball card numbers. But, you know, the Cardinals are, are very um, – they, they realize how important this guy is to the organization moving forward. So, you know, from a launch angle standpoint and, a, you know, from a hard hit rate standpoint, just all those things that you kind of get into the advanced numbers on, they want those to be moving in the right direction as well. What's the atmosphere like in the ballpark today? Give me the temperature. Give me the just I want to know how it feels right now. It's 70 something degrees in St. Louis. So how are we looking today? 75 sunny there's a bit of a breeze coming in uh this is technically a marlins home game today so it always feels a you know they run the uh, stadium operation when they've got the home game and it's a little bit different when they do it so uh not a lot of people here at the moment we're guessing most people who do make their way in uh will be cardinals fans but it definitely feels like a a wonderful day for spring training baseball who does it better cardinals or marlins you don't even need to ask that question I'm uh, i'm just seeing what you're it's a world apart, and yes, it's the Cardinals. It's a, it's a world apart. Wow. Look at us. We're doing great. Yes. Yes. What uh, What's going to be your opening line of the broadcast? And do, you, do, no you, do you have your home run call in the tank ready to go? I don't do I do not do a home run call. I um, I think all the great home run calls have already been taken, so I don't do okay. one. Here, oh, wow. try this one out today. Okay? If a Cardinal hits a home run, uh, you'll say there's a fly ball in the left field. Um I don't we know where it went. I can't see it. Night. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> so the yeah, only time I've ever on my done call, one. Amy. <laughs> don't do a what Amy just did. Such eight, a bad call. You don't even know done. because you talked over it. Don't talk over it. Don't. It was, a, it was a great call. Try it. Try it out, Matt. Just like long fly ball to left. I don't know where it went. I can't see it. That, Try that. that could work. The, 
the closest thing I've ever had to it, a buddy got me. There's a Kevin Hart stand-up routine where he says, say it with your chest. Mm-hmm. And a buddy of mine got me to say, uh, say it with your bat once as my home run call. And it did not come off well. And that's, <laughs> it was at that moment that I realized, you know what? This just isn't me. You, you got to be true to who you are. <laughs> well, well, Matt, good luck today. I think it's going to be a great broadcast. Thanks. Thanks. There you I'll go. Say it with my bat. Yep. Say it with your bat. Matt yep. Pauley, thank you. Uh, Matt Pauley and Mike Claiborne have the call of Cardinals baseball. If you want to listen online, you can do that, KMOX.com. And right at the top of the page, there is a link that will send you there. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 